What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Made Varsity is the name of this podcast. My name is Colby. You can find me on Twitter at Writing by Colby. What's up, everybody? I also realize that my mic is not plugged in, so the audio is going to change for me in a little bit. But uh, it's David, and you can find me on Twitter at DRivero1222. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Woohoo! That's all I got to say about that. You're a beautiful singing voice, sir. Thank you. Look at you. The sultry tones of Maverick Heart. Luca Vandross, actually. <laughs> Luca Vandross, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's only yeah, follow one. Follow that up, Aaron. There's more to it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Aaron. Being honest, I have not watched sports in a hot minute. So I'm going in blind with this. But we enjoy your company. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sorry. something that y'all don't say very often so thank you <laughs> i mean let's go ahead and do it i mean we're recording this a couple hours after the buzzer beater but we're gonna jump into the nba right away and luca is 21 years old and i am going to accept any over exaggerations for like the, the next week just whatever you want to say is Luca the next LeBron? No, because he's better. Like at this I have point, a hot take. <laughs> I have a flaming hot take. I think Luca is better than Darko Milicic. You may be right, but I, it's too early to tell. <laughs> I mean, I have I, at this rate, Luca might pass Dirk. Not only for ooh, the number one that, Mavericks that player, right there is spicy. But also, yeah. That's spicy right that, there. That is a, a very spicy take. <laughs> From a Mavs oh, fan. You didn't get two generational talents back-to-back? I can't relate. <laughs> so let's ponder this. Suns take DeAndre Ayton first overall. Does, I mean, he was, the per, he was the presumed first overall pick. Like, I don't think anybody would have faulted them for taking them. But, like, when you got to two and then three and then four, then you start getting a little bit like, hmm, you know, because you got at two, you get Marvin Bagley. At three, who was it? Three, shoot. Three Luka was Trey. It was Trey Young that was created for Luca at five. Gotcha. Yeah, Luca so was, was taken three by Atlanta. Got and it. Okay. JJ, uh, Jaron Jackson, and then we took Trey and made the trade. Got it. There we go. I was thinking Jaron Jackson was in there somewhere. I just forgot where he was. Yeah. Um, but innocent like, bystander in all of this. I know he didn't do anything. <laughs> You know, it's funny just because, like, there was the criticisms that I was remembering of Luca coming in. And it's the thing that it's what comes with every, like, you know, guy that comes from overseas. You know, it's like, oh, do they, can they prove themselves in the NBA? It's more physical. It's more athletic. You know, how, how are they going to handle this? The, the reason that Luca was different is that he's been playing against grown men since he was like 13. So like overseas. And then there's that whole thing about like, I don't know what they teach over there in Europe, but they need to bring that over here. Cause like with like the whole AAU thing, like it's getting, it, it's getting a little like, Holy crap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, 
Luca, he won MVP of the second best league in the world at 19 years old. Like, yeah. And he, he, I remember, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Mab, because you probably know better than I do. But I know that he made a comment once that it was a lot harder to score in the Euro League than it was that it is in the NBA because of this floor spacing and, um, and the defensive three-second rule in the NBA. He did say vaguely something to that effect. I mean, that makes sense. That tracks. If they're, like, it's not the same level of talent, but for a slightly diminished level of talent to shrink the floor because of that three-point arc, I bet it's definitely harder to score in the Euro League. He probably needs to have that type of footwork. And again, playing from thir- the age of 13 against grown men, grown men, and some of them being like previous NBA players that went overseas to the Euro League, which it's it's definitely a higher caliber than what NCAA is, just in terms of how old the players are, how experienced the players are in that league and so forth. So he was definitely you know, getting shot. But having said that, there's been a lot of players, to your point, David, that were in that same league or, or in leagues in Europe that had all sorts of talent. And then they do come to the NBA and then, they're not quite as advertised. Um, I mean, he had an overall good career, but we saw this in the last dance with Tony Kukoc. You, you have to think of the name like Darko Milicic, uh, things like that. So there's definitely been cases to, to at least verify that stigma for the last few years. But then you get like your Dirk Nowitzki. Now you get your Nikola Jokic's. Uh, you get your Chris Stapps Porzingis. Now you have Luka Doncic. All these Did Giannis play in the Euroleague? I think so, because he did not play in college. Mm-mm. So yeah, he had to be in some type of – or even just like the, if Greek had a league. Um, so I think the at least the stigma – they were kind of discussing it. They, it maybe it wasn't even ever a thing. It's just individual things. Just, it happens in the league. We just don't see it as much because they're already in America but there's plenty of American talents that are basically the same thing and they just don't pan out. Uh, but my God, my God. What, what a game. Was, All prime what numbers. Like, what was it, 43, 17, 17 and, and 14? Well, not just like, so like, let's like, we've been talking about Luca, but like the whole game was freaking amazing. Like, like, I mean, I know, I'm sure you watched all of it, right? I mean, I caught it going into the fourth quarter and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that the Mavs were down uh, as much as they were <laughs> to, until they've mentioned it that it was like, what, a 21-point lead that they blew? Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many storylines going in. This was game four for everyone following along. So, Luca in game three had a pretty decent sprain of his ankle and had to leave out for the rest of that game, and we lost game three. And it was basically up until game time that they decided that he was ultimately going to play, that swelling wasn't that bad and such. Uh, and so everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then literally at tip-off, they're like, Crip Steps, Porzingis will not be playing due to knee soreness. <laughs> it's basically just a trade-off. We get Luca back, but we lose Porzingis. Like, well, there goes the game. We get down 21 points. I did leave just to go get dinner, but I kept following along on my phone, and I see we're coming back. And so I was like, hmm. I left the screen. Should I – do I have to pay the price and not watch the rest of this game? Hell no. I got my hopes up, and I turned my TV on and watched the rest of the game. 
we're gonna remember like i feel like this might be one of those games that we remember the the luca bubble game isn't yeah. it doesn't it feel like an it felt like an ncaa game like a tournament game like that shot like everything like that that the legend is truly born and like i said we haven't even started from the we haven't talked about the other series right now i think this is probably the series right now in terms of being truly competitive um I would and so, so we, we're not even talking about the storylines. Game one, Chris Stapps Porzingis gets ejected off of considerably ticky-tack technical fouls, That's and we lose game one. I and, tweeted, the Mavs should be up 3-1. <laughs> and then game two, we come and handedly beat the Clippers. They did not lead the enti- any part in the game. Uh, we lose game three, uh, and then this game ties it up back at 2-2. So it's a, it's a best-of-three-game series right now. Um, so, But yeah. without that KP ejection – a lot of people would say that Dallas has very much outplayed the Clippers and could very well be 3-1 right now. Let's talk but about this. I'm just happy to be 2-2. I'm, I am truly happy to be 2-2, uh, being very modest at the start of the series just because I knew the Clippers were going to be a strong defensive kind of challenge for the Mavericks. I was like, let's just win one playoff game. And let's just get our skin – let's get some nice momentum going for the future – we're basically playing with house cards. So anything more than that, we're, we're impressing people. Uh, but now we're two, two. And I feel like we might win the series in six. I try to tell you to lift your spirits a little bit about this series, because I, I don't know the master playing well, the Clippers have had question marks about all year, all season. As Skip Bayless calls him, George Paul keeps showing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll we'll get to flaming him in a second. Um, oh. the, <laughs> Pandemic P. <laughs> those texts, those Chris Stapps texts in the first game, the first one uh, was a tech because three years ago the players um, kept giving it to the refs and they got tired of it. That is, it's a letter of the law, T, that's super weak because anytime there's a bad call, you do the air punch. Apparently that's a technical now. I didn't know that. Um, the second one though, like breaking up the, the lucrative that's, that's weak. That's super weak. And like I said, I, I watched first take, I watched other shows, um, like undisputed everything. Like everybody was talking about if that was LeBron James that did that, if that was James Harden that did that, if it was someone like Paul George or Kawhi Leonard or Damian Lillard, I don't think they would have called that foul as a technical, at least. At least just call it a double foul or or just split them up. Like it, I think feel like yeah. Granted, I I do I can see what they're arguing is that he was ultimately in like an aggravator or an instigator where he was not entering that situation to be a peacemaker in any sense. But I also highly respect it because that's the kind of thing like hey, don't come for my teammate. Like we're not going to rook us. You're not <laughs> going to try to punk us and think because. We're just a bunch of European players that you can just run all over us. And so I did really respect that. But at the same time, you have to consider those situations and really keep the level head. You, like I said, we just saw in the documentary, The Last Dance, what happens in those kind of situations and how you're supposed to react to them. And if you can react properly, it can definitely give you all the momentum you need to carry through. So let's talk about the rest of these series. Uh, it seems like Magic Bucks is under control now. Uh, the Magic put the beat down on the Bucks in game one. They got everybody worried. 
Especially uh, like what three of us that picked the Bucks to come out of the East, <laughs> except for except me. for you. And listen, <laughs> I later said in the group chat, or I think I tweeted, you tweeted like, it wildly. <laughs> Raptors coming out the East. Um, yeah the the Bucks just don't look right in the bubble for whatever reason. So like I said, today these last two games though they've definitely still righted the ship. Yeah, but, but Chris Middleton's their glue right now, and he's he's kind of like the Paul George right now, where he's just not playing well in the playoff situation. Giannis is Giannis is going to do what Giannis is going to do. Um, do. Uh, yeah, I mean Giannis is is Giannis, and you know if you ma- if he's shooting threes and making them, then you got no chance. It's like he shot like two for three from the three point line last game, and it's like if he's going to do that, you got no chance. But I feel like you can reasonably scheme up against Giannis and none of the other coaches that he could face in, like, the next rounds are – like, they're going to – I feel like they have a chance to figure out something. Like, it's going to be probably Eric Spolstra. I was about to say, because they play the Heat next round, I believe. And that's going to be rough, I think, because the way that those boys in Miami are playing, like, the parity level is going to definitely jump up a couple of notches there. They got some attitude. They got Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler down there and, like, <laughs> Goran Dragic. Duncan uh, Robinson. <laughs> Duncan Robinson. <laughs> like, it's uh, they are a solid team playing very well right now. Don't forget Aaron's favorite player, Kelly Olenek. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate him Please so much. Please do not break his name up around these parts. <laughs> around these parts. Um... But uh, yeah, these these guys in the on the Heat, I think they're going to give the 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 Bucks some trouble, at the very least. Who would the Raptors play next round? Sixers, Celtics, 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 you know, the, the Celtics, right? Yes, the Celtics, Celtics, and they're playing Brooklyn right now, which they'll most likely win, and then that'll close out. That's going to be fun series. Uh, I think Toronto. Credit to David. I think is probably one of the best kind of all cylinder teams next to the Mavericks right now. I still need to buy that Pascal Siakam Jersey. <laughs> it kept being sold out every time I tried to buy it. And now I'm broke. So I got to wait. <laughs> it's um, it's a uh, Nick nurse coach of the year. Nick nurse did a nurse. really great job with this team. They are playing literally like an NBA pack line right now on defense and it's working. And it's exactly the kind of defense that will shut Giannis down. And we were talking about the Clippers early. We have to now consider that the reigning NBA Finals MVP and now a player for the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, left the Raptors, and they're still doing this well without him. And so it begs the question, how would they be right now if he had stayed in Toronto? I, I think they would be the perennial favorites. Because, I mean, like, like Kyle Lowry's Kyle Lowry, which, by the way, I had no idea he was 34 years old. That man is a dinosaur. He's 34 years old. I thought he was like 28, 29. I was about to say, I feel like he's been 27 for the past 15 years. No, he is 34 years old. He's backing that dump truck up at 34 years old. <laughs> he's, 30, he's always 28 years old, like how Bruno Caboclo is two years away from being two years away every year. Um, but yeah, and then Pascal Siakam is, is, you know, has a case for most improved player again <laughs> the second year in a row um which is kind of crazy um and just like all like fred van vliet <laughs> fred, 
Fred Van Vliet out of nowhere, like just like eating people up. Out of Wichita soon- State, sir. He had he had Steph yelling for help last year, and he ain't been the same since. He's been on a tear. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it's. Uh, do they still have Marcus All? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think they're so good defensively that even if they don't have those deep, those good offensive nights, it's kind of like the Lakers. Like the Lakers, which we haven't even talked about yet. Like the Lakers are sneakily really good defensively, and that like kind of covers up for like the ninety percent of the stupidity that they emit <laughs> when they're playing offense. So that's going to be a fun series against the Celtics, I would say. And so the other side of the Celtics series is uh, the Seventy Sixers. Are they going to blow it up? I he's gone. Brett Brown's is, is, gone. Is the yeah. process done? Sam Hinkie's been gone for a while. <laughs> I feel like you got to blow it up. You got Embiid's probably going to leave. But they have, so many, so. they have so much money on the books. I, I think that they Al Horford contract looks disgusting right now. Yeah, you, you they better Bobby Bonilla him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spread it out. Just spread it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I. I feel like he dumped Ben Simmons. I'd rather have Joel Embiid. I personally would rather have Joel Embiid than Ben Simmons. Well, it does, I don't think Joel Embiid wants to be there. Well, what's his contract length? Like, how long is he there for? He is on contract through 2023. Okay, so he's still got three years on it. I don't know. I, I'm just anxious to see what another kind of coach would work with there because it just seems like a lot of people are saying it's more that Brett Brown is not maximizing the talent and not utilizing the strengths of every single player to make a nice cohesive unit. And like I said, I'd be, I know there's a lot of coaches that would find that job to be a pretty good one. Uh, And I'd be anxious to see what some of these coaches like a Ty Lue, maybe right now that's on the Clippers bench, uh, a Jamal Mosley, who's assistant for the Mavericks, um, a Sam Cassell too, someone like that, how they would kind of work in that kind of a position. I feel like if they want a chance, they need to run like a Roy Williams with both Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. They need a Roy Williams esque three out, two in, put Joel and Ben Simmons inside, and let Ben Simmons be able to facilitate from inside like he used Theo at the four sometimes. I don't think you can have him bringing the ball up the court because I feel like that decreases the amount of shooters on the floor. What what's up with all of these centers hanging out around the three point line? Like Anthony Davis too. Like he for, like he is a monster. Oh no, he's a power forward. Remember, hey man, you get can, that. <laughs> you can thank Dirk Nowitzki for that one. <laughs> get it out of here. He could dominate anybody in the NBA. Like probably other than Joel Embiid, and he he decides to spot it up from three. Like no, like get your ass in the paint. Sorry, I forgot we're not on never made questing. Never been questing. <laughs> get your butt in the paint. To be fair. He is shooting at 33% from three, which, like, obviously it's not good, but for a big, it's not, like, bad. It's not bad, but it's still, like, you should be ta- – you could take everybody's cookies in the paint, and you can make your – that's where you make your money. Like, I don't know why you're settling for jumpers. And I feel like Anthony Davis, when I was watching the game last night, finally figured that out in the third quarter. Like, he was like, I'm better than, like, 98% of the people on this court. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah. I mean, I was about to jump over to the West. Let's talk about Lakers, uh, Blazers. Blazers. It's, ooh, a limited minute. cool. Okay. Thanks for upgrading it, David. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Lakers also gave everybody a little bit of scare there because uh, Dame Lillard. God, man. You know, it's like the Blazers are not an eight seed. <laughs> the Blazers are just no. straight, straight up not an eight no. seed. If they would have had Nurkic all year, they would have been somewhere between three and six. Two and three years ago, back when the Warriors were just ruining the fun for everybody, we were talking about the idea of parity in the league. I don't know if it's been – especially this year, but you look at next year too with Dallas on the rise, with Minnesota now on the rise with the number one pick. With the Phoenix Suns, who went 8-0 and in the bubble and still didn't make the playoffs, you think of John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies in Portland, who j- barely made the eighth seed. How much parity there now is, especially in the Western Conference. It feels like there's a lot more star power. And, like, you think about how next year we're going to get – they're going to get Steph and Clay back and with a number two overall pick, if not a superstar that was gotten from that, over, that number two overall pick. Like, I swear to God, I, I'm going to put this on the air, on record right now. If the Warriors get Giannis, 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 I'm like, I will never watch another. <laughs> I will, it's over. <laughs> I will never. I said the same thing with KD. If they get Giannis, it's over, bro. Like, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> I can't take it. With, get a, you replace an MVP with another MVP. I, I hate this crap. I hate this. <laughs> I hate it. It won't be Giannis. It'll be Kawhi. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Um, you want, oh, you want to talk about that, slander. You want to talk about slander. Terrifying. <laughs> you want to talk about slander, especially if they lose the Mavs and he jumps ship and goes to the freaking war. And it won't be his fault. It would have to be through a trade. But yeah, still, though, man. Oh, man. Because it's like you don't like – because we can talk about the draft later. But, like, the fact that the Warriors got the number two pick, I thought they were going number one. Which, so I'm like, you know, the fact that they got number two is a win. But, man, they – the rich get richer, man. But you yeah. think about the Warriors. Like, you've got Steph. you got Clay, you got Draymond. But, like, they're a little decimated roster-wise. Like, Andrew Wiggins, like, come on. Like, we all know about Andrew Wiggins. Like, come on. Um, and then you, you really don't have anything else, really. So, Anthony Davis had a slight reputation for disappearing in the playoffs. And he tried to vanish. He tried to do a little David Kuyperfield <laughs> in the first half. <laughs> I wonder if you put AD on the Clippers and you put Paul George on the Lakers, if we still have playoff P as a joke and not like as a real thing. Yeah. I mean, because Bron seems to bring it out of people. Yeah. If the Lakers don't win this year, AD can opt out. I want, I'm anxious. I would be curious to see what he does if they don't win this year. Hmm. While we're in the West, we didn't do it earlier. Would anyone else like to flame Paul George? It is, uh, it is open like, season. Like, something Seth is wrong. Curry, the real Chef Curry, already <laughs> did that in Game Four. There has to be something wrong. Like there, like I don't, I don't know if it's like a mental thing or if he's really flaming it on that shoulder. Um, my favorite discourse on Twitter is people saying people making fun of him for saying that Dame's shot last year when he beat the Thunder was a bad shot. And so <laughs> after Luca hit this shot, he was like, it's okay, Paul George, it was a bad shot. <laughs> That's fine, Paul. <laughs> How, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, I mean, it's bad. He was, what, three for 11 today? He had 10 points, he, and he was, like, almost 35 minutes. Yeah, it's bad. But, but and, very- then, and then in his conference today, um, he did say, like, in hindsight, if I shot better, this would be a completely different series. Oh, really, Paul? Really? That's your, that's your deep insight. If you would have made more shots, maybe the game would have changed. His third eye is open. <laughs> um, no, but a side note, it's so funny watching – and I just noticed this because I was talking about the Luca shot. It's so funny watching Luca do his step back. It looks like he's doing it in slow motion, but everybody bites on it. It's nuts. <laughs> like it, his step back looks like turtle slow, but yeah. it gets everybody. It gets everybody. Everybody. And also, when he drives to the basket and he does his euro step, or when he, like when he changes direction, he can decelerate so quickly and then create a and create wonderful angles uh, to still get good shots. He had a Euro step on Paul George today that was just absolutely beautiful where he and he jumped like almost completely across the paint and got an easy layup on it. I feel like Luca's athleticism is very underrated. I feel like you look at Luke, people look at Luca and say that is not an athletic person when he is one of the best like stop and start players and like it's jo- James Harden esque yeah. the way that he could like start and stop. And then definitely one of his biggest criticism is defense. This is, was probably one of his best defensive performances of his NBA career. I swear he's James Harden. He's literally bigger James Harden. <laughs> like when it. Just like James Harden, if he wants to play defense, he can play it well. Like, it's not an ability thing with him. Like, it's an effort. I don't mean that as, like, a derogatory. Like, different players choose to expend their energy at different parts of the floor. But if he wanted to be a shutdown defender in the playoffs in times like these, he can be. This is the most fun I've had watching a Dallas Mavericks team in a very long time. You have someone like Luka. You have Seth Curry, who is one of the more underrated people in the NBA. He's now passed his brother in three-point percentage, mainly because he's not playing right now. And then you have <laughs> so many bench players and role-player guys. You have, as Shaq calls, you ring, and Boban Marjanovic, who just comes off the bench and is one of the most efficient people in the world and has some dream shake <laughs> offensive skills. <laughs> and then you think about probably one of the best transactions of like the pre bubble, um, like for when filling in for the people who opted out was getting Trey Burke who played for us two years ago and then uh, was on the 76ers last year and got waived. He's been off ever since. And so we got him and then he's just having a, a stellar bubble performance and playoff performance. He had like 23 points today. He's hitting threes. He's driving by and getting to the basket, getting easy layups that's probably one of my first priorities right now is getting him re-signed, getting Boban Marjanovic signed, because I think we have, we're starting to develop a really nice core of people. Why yeah, was, um, oh, sorry. Why, why was Porzingis uh, not playing today? Knee soreness. So it was his non-ACL knee. Okay. Uh, he, he tweaked it a little bit in game one. And that's something he's, that's kinda, he's been off and on with it all season long. It's just someone with that size. It's just going to be a thing as yeah, athletic I mean, as, he tr- as he attempts to be. It's going to catch up with him, so yeah. it was just very unfortunate. Where it was just the sort of thing where he was listed as probable yesterday on the medical kind of update, and it it was basically like a split second change. 
Got and it. It was an automatic flip for Luca's in, but he's out. Right. Dang. That's a quick turnaround. And again, we have to stress this again. Luca had a bum ankle and put up 43, 17, and 14. I, like I said, I really think we're going to be talking about that game for a very long time. And mm-hmm. then just that step back three. And we, did, we, we haven't really talk, dissected the whole last play, too, is where Kawhi was actually on Luca, and he had the wherewithal to get around. And actually, Maxi Kleber set a nice screen that put Reggie Jackson on him. And I feel much more comfortable with Reggie Jackson guarding mm-hmm. Luca than Kawhi Leonard. And then Maxi literally backed Kawhi all the way down into the paint so he couldn't even come out to double team. I what I am so ready for sports television tomorrow. Where let's see, can we flame Paul George and can we crucify Kawhi Leonard for um, switching off of? <laughs> switching yeah, off I'm, of I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch all the shows. I'm going to watch Sports Center. I'm going to watch First Take. I'm going to watch Undisputed. I'm going to watch it all. Isn't it beautiful? All That's not Isn't much killer be- instinct when you when you switch off of the best player. Isn't it beautiful? Like after a a, a, a great sports moment in your favor. <laughs> How much you want to see the sports media discourse? Oh, I'm, I'm going to watch the highlight video as soon as this pod's over, and I'm going to watch other people react to it and everything. I'm going to sing Hallelujah about a hundred more times. I'll tell you, like I'm not even embarrassed to say this. When I was when after UNC won the national championship in 2017, I was listening to every podcast. I watched First Take when they talked about it. I watched every like sports like to- like all the Roy Williams discourse. I sought out a Gonzaga podcast. <laughs> to listen to their reaction to the, to the national champion. I YouTubed national championship 2017 reaction. I saw this old couple be really upset about losing to UNC, this old Gonzaga. Dude, I seek out that content. It's so fun. It's the funnest part about being like having good things happen to you in sports. So Jazz Nuggets started very fun and I feel like has been very boring since. And see, that's why I, I'm more motivated now, now that the series is tied. If we can just muster up two wins and get past the Clippers, we're going to Western Conference Finals because I feel very confident against either the Jazz or the Nuggets at this point. I was more afraid of the Nuggets than I was the Jazz, and the Nuggets are the ones that are struggling right now. The Nuggets are starting to turn into my Raptors of old. It was like, when are you going to actually get to the playoffs and do something? Because right now, it's a lot of being good for no reason, to no end. But Michael Porter Jr.'s looked really good. It's probably yeah. the first time he's been completely healthy since, what, before college? Basically, yeah, because it was even in college that his back issues plagued him. And then the last series is Rockets Thunder. <laughs> With Chris Paul putting up a very Chris Paul game, <laughs> a very good Chris Paul game. On um, Saturday, man. If only these games had crap like were in NBA arenas. Holy cow! Because it would have been in in Dallas. This game would have been. It would be just seeing the reaction of that. Oh, that would have been so awesome! All right. Any more NBA thoughts? Are we good? Shall we talk about oh, draft? Oh yeah, uh, a little Knicks. Um, that is my lottery 
uh, analysis for That's you. Your analysis, man. It's tough being a Knicks fan. Not that I'm a Knicks fan, but it sucks for. I follow a decent amount of Knicks fans for some reason on Twitter. Uh, they're they're feeling rough. Mavs Twitter keeps trolling Knicks Twitter with the trade for Porzingis because they traded us Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Porzingis for DeAndre Jordan, Dennis Smith Jr., and Wes Matthews, whom only Dennis Smith Jr. remains on the team. Swiped. <laughs> um, man, okay, so Timberwolves get the first pick, yep. which I'm assuming they're going to pick either Anthony uh, – is it Edwards? Anthony Edwards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or James Wiseman. I might say the middle ball too, because they already have a big in Carl Anthony Towns. So I'd say they'd go either Edwards or Lamelo. That's true. I know and, that, and I think that puts. I think the Warriors that are more in need of a big would work out really well if they get James Wiseman. That's true. I just don't see Anthony Anthony Edwards dropping to three. If he does, I mean, I hope the Hornets pick him up. But. I feel like they'd have to. Oh yeah, I mean, there's no debate. Reach uh, for Cole Anthony. <laughs> No, I think he's going to the Knicks. I think they're. I think the Knicks are going to pick him. That might be really funny. It I don't know. Be, right now they have might him be in the really fourteen funny. to sixteen range. Like I saw one where going fourteen to the Celtics. So on the last pick of the lottery, I also had one going. I saw one where he went sixteen to the Trailblazers. So I mean, I'd rather him go if right outside that lottery if he's going to go to one of those teams that already has like playoff pedigree and he can better integrate into a system where he doesn't have to be relied upon. And also because the Trailblazers already have Nas. Exactly. God, if he goes to the Celtics, I would hate that so much. Let's see. The Hornets, so I, they're going to waste the third pick. I can't wait to see how they do it. I don't know. Like, any one of those three, I think, LaMelo, James Wiseman, or Anthony Andrews, I, can't, I don't think you can go wrong with any of them. They'll I'd find really, a way. <laughs> I'm really not sold. I, I would be – I don't know. I saw LaMelo play in high school. I know he's – developed and he's playing in the Australian basketball league, but like that he's got like some real hero ball to him and that would just scare me. I I am a mellow believer. I, I mean I've I have thought to myself for a long time that he's the best ball brother. He might very well be, but I, I don't know what kind of bar that is. Fair. It's really a, a, a two a two ball race at that point. <laughs> Let's chat about college in general and then NCAA football. Um, COVID has sacked Carolina. (laughs) The the flag is upside down. We are distressed. (laughs) It is just an all-around mess with the clusters. Avery has fallen as of this afternoon. I don't know if y'all saw. Maverick, I accidentally muted you by accident. Sorry. I was I trying it. to click I get it. I was I've, trying I've to been, click. I've been I've, wild in this whole pod. I get it. No, I've tried to double I've tried to do I'm trying to multitask. I'm on my canvas page for school right now and I'm trying to double like double like do things. I get it, I get it, I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so um yeah, they're so are they asking students not to live on campus anymore? They are telling students by Tuesday they have to move out or submit a, an application to stay. And it's only like in special circumstances are you allowed to stay. Interesting. I wonder if um, I play football is a valid circumstance. That is. Athletes are, I believe, blanket included. 
interesting how that works so easily. Um, but let's talk about that because honestly, I feel like the this is the best shot to actually have a season. You were you you mentioned this before, and I I I was thinking about it, and I I really I agree with you really, like to do it with any modicum of safety having it just be athletes on campus is the best way to do it and just have like quasi bubbles exactly the best you can <laughs> that sounds like a disease i'm sorry it's, a, it's Man, have quasi bubbles you I take play quasi bubble. to um get rid of the quasi bubbles <laughs> the quasi bubbles <laughs> like that's the i feel like that's the only way you can do it i i agree it, it's it's a fine line because if you have them on campus I feel like you have to relent that, like, not we, like, isn't us, but like, it feels like they're relenting and saying, like, okay, like, you're here for business side of things. Like, you're here to oh, make no, money. Oh, no, but the residence halls are still technically open for everybody. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, it, it's, we, these classes I, are for everyone, David. <laughs> I know you're being facetious, but it makes me so mad. <laughs> I know you're being facetious, but like, it just makes me angry. But like, you know, because that's their, that's their way of, navigating around the amateurism debate because like how do you justify saying you guys are students first and then have them having them on campus where there's clusters like how like how do you justify exposing them to these things without saying we need you to make this university money and that's fine if you need them to make the university money it should be fine for them to get paid for those services yeah, just say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. <laughs> yeah, it's... I really want football. Like, it's... I want it to happen, I but I don't want it to happen at, like, risk of the safety of the players. Do you remember... And this is for everybody. Do you remember... I think it was last year, or maybe two years, or maybe three years ago, where a, a, a football player died... On it was Tennessee field. two years ago. Two, it was, I thought it was last Maryland. summer or two summers I it was Maryland. Or, no, it was Maryland. You're right. Sorry. Um, and there was this whole ginormous backlash and outrage and yada, yada. Like, I don't understand the disconnect, why that was such a big deal. But if a football player dies from COVID, I guarantee you, like, the same crowd that was probably in an uproar was, will probably not be, like, about that because it's just an inherent risk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't know. It's now very just, frustrating. Extremely so. But, I mean, as of now, they say we're going to have a season of football practices at Carolina were suspended for a couple of days. Um, but it seems like they're back going again. So And maybe, maybe it works. I was skeptical about the bubble, the NBA bubble. I don't know about you guys, but I was really skeptical. And it has been amazing it's been it's worked out fantastically i just don't see the ncaa or the nfl for that matter doing it to that level of organization and and having that level of safety i mean you're seeing with the mlb like i haven't even looked at the mlb lately like does it even look like they're gonna still keep going like i don't know how i know things were rough before and that can be the air and i don't know you keep up with you you keep up with the mlb more than i do the mlb is still going uh, there hasn't really been. My, I since the Cardinals, those, right? 
Yeah, since those outbreaks, I don't really think much has happened. I don't know. Let me look at the, how many games the Cardinals have played. I mean, that's the, the last thing I saw is that the, the Cardinals were going to have to play like an obscene amount of games in a short amount of time. Yeah, everyone else in their division has played 24 to 27 games, and they have played 17 games. Yikes. Good Lord. Yeah, like at what point do, are those just going to turn into forfeits? Yeah, I mean, it's at, like at some point it's going to get unhealthy for the, the players. And I think that's just something if you want to have a season right now, there's something you're going to have to live with if you're not in a bubble is that some games are going to have to be forfeited. It's going to be like when the Spanish flu was um, was here in the – Running through the six. <laughs> in the 1910s. Like <laughs> NC State had to – like play the game and didn't play any more that – 1917 season because of the Spanish flu. You're so. pulling out the, the deep tracks out here. <laughs> Have you been telling I've been researching things about the ACC? Yeah, um, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you write about these things. Ooh, coming soon. Um, I don't know. As we get closer, I guess we'll, if it looks like we're going to have a season, we'll do a schedule breakdown. I yeah. just, um, we're not there yet. I am skeptical. I'm also skeptical. But who knows? You know, it, and that's the other part of this discourse is that people thinking that we're rooting, like, especially people, like, people accuse media members of rooting for there to be no football season or no sports seasons and things. It's like, are you, like, that's their livelihood. What are, what are you talking about? Why would they be rooting for that? They want, like, if just – Asking for ge- like for ge- generic safety for players is not the same as rooting for there to not be sports. I love sports. I would love nothing more than to see Sam Howell throw it to Deami Brown for a touchdown over and over again. But I would rather not do that and have the players be safe than do that and have a player or coach or parent or pass staff away. member, yeah. Or, yeah, pass away. Because it's not just the players, you know. It's not even just death. It's like heart issues, lung issues, blood issues. Like it's the whole nine. Just it's a game. We'll survive. <laughs> Speaking of games, is there anything else with um with football that's happening? College uh, football. Oh, Thomas. Oh well, sorry, I was talking about NFL. But oh, yeah, college football. Um, I don't know anything about college football. I su- I know that the fall sports. Championships have canceled. Championships Except for football. Correct. Well, football is not governed by the NCAA. Yeah. And then I know in UNC terms, did y'all see that we lost Russo for women's soccer? No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, wow. Due to the uncertainty she's leaving. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, we didn't necessarily touch on the fact that the Big Ten canceled their season. Uh, a lot of others are planning to do it in the spring, but the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 are still keeping right now. But the AP poll, I think, is coming out tomorrow or and next Monday. You can vote for anybody. Yeah, and even if they're they're planning to play in the spring, that you can still get ranked in the AP poll. Okay, so Earl Thomas released by the Ravens. Yeah, apparently he punched another teammate. And that came out of nowhere. I, I don't know where that came from. But now I guess he's a free agent. And a lot of Dallas fans are like, woo, 
<laughs> so, yeah, they lose Gerald McCoy, and then they wave him with like the injury waiver. They did him dirty, man. He tore his yeah. AC, he tore his ACL, I think, and they they released him. That that stinks. Like so, he, he, so from what I heard, he had a quad injury. Yeah, it was quads. Quad, he had okay. a very they had a very specific clause in his contract where if he had a quad injury they could cut him for not that much money being against the cap. Holy so crap. I'm guessing they knew something about his physical that they would put that specifically in his contract. I mean he signed it so I mean yeah, I mean there's no I mean if that's the case then I mean that's more power to whoever wrote that <laughs> that contract. <laughs> And I mean that helps uh, them be able to make this signing happen, is the, due to the cap that opened up with that and some other deals. I, I think Derrick Henry stiff arming him in the playoffs just finally got to him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess as we get closer to an NFL season actually happening, we'll do a um, we'll do some predictions there. We'll just we're in wait and see mode. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pop culture stuff. I've been playing Fall Guys so much. <laughs> is it is it is it good? I, I keep hearing about it. I enjoy it a lot. And it's free on um or it was free on PlayStation Plus when I got it. So I saw people streaming it. I was like, let's check it out. And I'm addicted already. Yeah, I keep one. seeing I keep seeing people. I've been watching rage quit videos from it. <laughs> I keep seeing people – I saw one vi- meme with Alex Jones where someone was running up to the finish line, and I guess people have a habit of waiting in front of it for someone to get mm-hmm. near. And they just I guess bully if, them. Or they bully them, or if they're the last one to qualify, they'll make them watch them cross the finish line <laughs> and to get disqualified. Like, it's really dirty. Like, the amount of disrespect that I see in that game, all, like, just from afar. And it's so cute. Know. Can you, like, grab people? Like, yes. Yes. Okay disrespectful <laughs> i am mad that it's only for ps4 and windows because i can't play it oh dang that sucks but i think that they're gonna port it eventually like i'd I'm be sure shocked they if they didn't I, I would be yeah it's it was the same thing with uh, um player unknowns uh, P- what's PUBG. The, pubg there we go <laughs> there we go um where it was just on, I think it was either just on PS4 or just on Xbox, and then it got it Xbox. Yeah, and then it got it got ported over to PS4. Did y'all look at anything from the DC fandom yesterday? Oh, oh, oh. dude, oh, dude, oh, oh man. man, there was a lot of Batman news. So man. much Batman, so the much. Batman, the Batman. Excuse you. So, so okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like, I was really skeptical when they told me that Edward Cullen was gonna be. <laughs> Batman, he he has he's got the jawline for it, man. I even said it like he's got the he's got that like crisp looking jawline for that Batman suit. It's a little edgy that he has the guns on the on the bat <laughs> on the the bat sigil on his chest. But I'm not gonna lie to you. When he started beating the mess out of that one guy, I was like, oh, oh, we might have something here. <laughs> we might have something. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, who is it? Um, who's directing? I know his name and it's Matt me. Reeves. Matt Reeves. There we go. 
uh, Matt Reeves directing. I feel like he directed, um, oh, I have it. Oh, what did I just, I should have researched this as I was doing this. While you're doing that, I mean, the cast looks amazing. Um, oh, my goodness. Hold on. You have Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. You have uh, Zoe Kravitz playing. It looked like it was Catwoman, was it not? Yeah. Uh, and then Colin Farrell is playing Penguin. I'm anxious to see that one. Uh, Andy Serkis is apparently playing uh, Alfred. This man directed two of my favorite movies. He's he directed Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for War for the Planet of the Apes, and those two movies are mwah, beautiful. Um, so yeah, I have high expectations. In <laughs> um, other, did anybody else want to say anything about um, the Batman? I did notice one thing, like they had like the, was those like Joker acolytes? Is that in reference to Joker? Could be. I'm not sure. That's, I, that's the first, that's the first does thing that, that I Does thought. that effectively canonize Joaquin Phoenix Joker in this DC universe? I don't know because they said that he's specifically in a different universe than the Zack the DCEU, Snyder, the, yeah, the DCEU. Yeah. So I don't know what, but they also said that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is in a different he's universe. Not, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. This might be the Joaquin Phoenix Joker universe. Maybe. Yeah, very well could be. Who knows? That would be um, really cool, I think. Suicide Squad. Oh, the Suicide Squad, excuse me. Yeah. It's like going to be like a, a Xbox One sort of thing. So it's, there's, there's multiple levels to the Suicide Squad thing. So isn't it James Gunn is directing the reboot? Mm-hmm. So James Gunn is directing a... Suicide Squad reboot. And then we get the announcement that there's this Suicide Squad game made by the same people who did um, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Um, yeah, they, are, they announced a couple games, actually. But um, yeah. let's do... Do we have any thoughts about the Suicide Squad? I am excited about it. I it am looks, worried there are too many characters. There's a lot. Cool. Margot's still in it. This, I think that was like the only one returning from the old one. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, Jai Courtney, and um, Viola Davis also returning. Oh, yeah. Amanda Waller is still in it. Um, John Cena is in it as the Peacemaker, I think. He's the, he's, he quoted himself as saying that the Peacemaker is a douchey Captain America, is what he described as his own character. Um, oh, Pete Davidson is in it. Pete Davidson, Peter uh, Capaldi is in it. Flula from oh, nice. YouTube is in it. Flula Borg? <laughs> yeah, Flula's in it. <laughs> oh. um, Michael Rooker. Like, there's some, there's some good names in this. So, that seems fun. I am also very interested in Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which is the game that is coming out. Yes. I don't know. That- one last thing about the Batman. I don't know if y'all had looked into it, apparently I vaguely, there was at the very end, there was some voice that was talking to Bruce. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I couldn't tell who exactly was, it was talking about. Like, it seemed like there was, it was talking about he had some purpose or he was all a part of something bigger, but I didn't know if there, if it, that's specifically referring to justice league again, or I, I didn't know because people were trying to figure that out too. There was some voice at the very end that no one had to be could make out. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't. I don't know who it was. Hmm. I'll have to watch that again. 
And then there is Gotham Knights. The other game is coming out. Did y'all see anything about that one? I saw that you play as uh, Robin, Nightwing, Catwoman, and Batgirl, maybe? It is um, Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and Red Hood. So Red Hood. Three Robins, and, um, three Robins and a Batgirl. And Batgirl. <laughs> the concept is that Batman apparently dies. Batman Ooh. has said that he has died. And now the um, the villains of Gotham think they can take over the city, and it has the rest of the Bat family to um, to try to save Gotham. Is, is this is, is this in the canon of the Arkham games, or is it a new? No, is it, no, it okay. is not. It is. Um, it draws inspiration from the Arkham games, but it is not in the same universe. Got it. I am very intrigued. I loved the Arkham games growing up. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Uh, I know that there's an arc in the Batman comics where Bruce, or I guess Batman, fakes his own death. And doesn't and his son take it over? Because his son. No, I think it was Nightwing. Point, I think right? it was Night. I think it was well, Nightwing. There's also one where Robin becomes Batman. That's what I was saying. Because Nightwing was Dick Grayson, I think. Yeah. Yes. Well, and doesn't his son become Robin at some point or something like that? Yeah, that's Damian Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. He. I think he's the current Robin. And then there's Jason. Jason uh, Todd, Red Hood. Todd, who's the Red Hood? That's the one that was like tortured by a Joker, right? He's the one that got clapped, and then the and then the warehouse like blew up or something and like he went all crazy and stuff um and then then there's damian wayne i think there's there may be one more in there i think did we skip to um tim drake tim drake there's the other one yeah could be tim drake but um and then the the bat girl is barbara gordon okay and I'm ass- is this pre wheelchair? I'm assuming. <laughs> um, no, post apparently. Oh, post wheelchair. Post wheelchair. Oh, yeah. So po- post post getting her spine snapped. Okay. Yeah, because they show her like standing up in the same room with her wheelchair. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So <laughs> I'm excited for it. They said it's going to be like an Arkham game with RPG elements. So. Oh, that's interesting cool it sounds fun there's this what there's uh, oh oh i remember snyder cut <laughs> that's Ugh. what that was, that was, oh. <laughs> the snyder cut <laughs> wow we almost missed that yep colby you you look like you had a visceral reaction to that you want to no, go in? because i'm so mad that these whiny fanboys like told you the Snyder Cut was real when the Snyder Cut was never real. If the Snyder Cut was real, we'd have it right now. He <laughs> wouldn't have to. He wouldn't have to work on it for two years to get it out. Yeah, isn't it like five hours long? Yeah, they're gonna split it into like four episodes. I mean, I hope it's good. I like watching good things. I thought Justice. I didn't think that Justice League was terrible. I thought Justice League was fine. I feel like it would have. I watched the Justice League animated version of this story with the mother boxes. And it's much, it can be done. This storyline can be done in a movie. I, I just don't love Zack Snyder as a movie maker. So I don't know. All right. Anything else? What else we got? I think there was one more. Was it Black Adam? 
With the oh rock. yeah, the Black Adam. Um, I guess teaser trailer you can call it. Yeah. So, but that's all I can think of as far as that goes. Uh, it looks fun though. It's, it was it mostly does. just like animated. Um, the Rock. I'm talking about who Black Adam is. I'll take it. I feel like what what else pop culture wise has happened? Like I feel like I've been in a in a bubble. No, no pun intended. I don't pay attention to anything these days. Being honest, I've just been watching so much of the challenge. It's ridiculous. Huh. Um, I I bought all of the the uh, supplemental materials for for D and D to start dungeon mastering. Mm. So that'll be fun to go through. A world of your own. I downloaded this. It's a cool. Uh, it's a map making. Um, map making website called incarnate that i'm going to use to make my little continent it'll be cool I'm whenever you finish your first campaign i'd love to jump into one. Oh heck yeah shoot i'll make i'll i'll create the world and i can just run two campaigns i'll do it <laughs> i think it's gonna be so I'm, I'm so excited it's gonna be so fun <laughs> all right y'all dozen of dragons more episodes coming out this week has um, our has our has our episode with all of the stuff going down go on came out yet? No, no, it has not. I um, I just I forgot which files were which episodes. I need to start naming them something other than um name of the Zoom file. And I've just been too lazy to go in and like see which file is which file. <laughs> so no, it hasn't gone up yet. Fair enough. But it's coming soon. I promise. Two more episodes coming out this week. I don't remember how we ended this. Oh, yeah, we did like a whole thing. We used to, and then we just started ending it. So let's just do it that way again. Okay, bye. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> no maps.